Hello and welcome to Being People's Art, or WPA. Each episode will feature an interview of an artist who, along with their production of their creative work, also works various jobs, showcasing their artistic work and their personal story while exploring and reconstructing conventional ideas of who an artist is, public representation of their work, and the motivation to create. Uh, Hi, Barney. Uh, Can you uh, state your name? Uh, Yes. Uh, Good morning. My name is Barney Jerome Patterson. Cool. Uh, Barney, uh, welcome to uh, WPA. Uh, Nice to have you here. So uh, what art mediums do you work with? Um, I work with a variety of different types, uh, depending on, you know, like um, what I want to express, but uh, acrylics, watercolors, gouache, oils, um, pastels, um, pen and ink, whatever, you know, it just depends on like what kind of uh, feeling I want to get from the materials, like uh, if it's expressing a subject matter on paper, canvas, or uh, wood panels, uh, collages sometimes. Right. Right. So you feel, uh, you feel more comfortable with any medium or? Um, I, yes, I, I, I do except for oils. Oils is kind of, uh, I'm, I'm a work in progress on learning those. I'm more confident in probably acrylics, um, pastels and watercolors and gouache um and but oils is some it is a medium that i i had not exposed myself too much but i'm learning as i go and i am i'm i'm I'm, uh, still kind of uh working out um the study of that particular medium But, but you feel more comfortable with acrylics right yes acrylics um, I would have to say acrylics and pastel and gouache. Well, uh, looking at your artwork, I feel that acrylics really work well with your work. Oh, and, thank you. And I feel that uh, that's a good uh, representation of, of your work with the acrylics and uh, different mediums of it. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, you know, like I say, uh, I've, I, as I've go- been going along on this journey uh, of you know, studying to be a, uh, an artist, a painter, um, you know, I'm just trying to uh, better myself at the craft. So there's so much to learn. And I, uh, you know, have, like I said, with my work and everything. Right. It's, a, it's a learning process. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So to try right. to master different mediums, you know. Right. Well, what subject matter or style do you work in? Uh, right now, I, I, I have been attracted to uh, probably, I would say, um, a surreal expressionist. You know, I kind of like the surrealists and I, I like the expressionist work, although I have a, a deep, deep a, a heart uh, re- affection for the old masters and the classical academic style. So... Um, Right now, though, uh, like I said, my my probably style is more closer to the expressionist surreal uh, style. But I do I do um, aspire to. Uh, right. Well, like, what is uh, impressionist do you uh, admire? Uh, 
expressionist. Yes. Um, uh, see, I like kind of like uh, I would say the G- German expressionist. I could see that in your work. A lot, a lot of the German expressionism comes out through your work. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. Uh, I think I like the idea of the. Uh, the I, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, but the Die Brook, like uh, uh, from. Um, oh, their name. Some of the artist names slip me now, but Kirshner. Otto Dix. Yeah, Otto Dix. Yes. Otto Dix. I, and I like some of the modern, uh, like uh, I'm attracted to Basquiat. Um, well, I could see all that uh, influence in your work. Yeah, it's a combination of all that. Yeah, and, and I like the I like uh, Salvador Dali's work. Right, I see um, that too. Yeah. Why do you choose to to paint in that style? Um, I think it's because like for me, uh, my art journey, I I, I kind of got more serious about it. Uh, kind of later in life, you know, in my life, you know, um, and um, they offer me like uh, less uh, tight restrictions, you know, of, of certain canons that academic, classical academic art uh, demands. And uh, so it was a part of my maturing and, and trying to grow confidence in myself. Right. So surreal there's no rules and expressionists it's all about a more of a subjective uh part so, of the so you artist. like the freedom of it yeah or, and right. so that when i approached you know the the projects or the the piece i want to express i right. didn't feel uh pressure you know uh-huh. I, it, it allowed me to be free to just express whatever i wanted without worrying about right. uh without worrying about whether or not your perspective was right or whether your colors were in harmony. Right. Or whether, the freedom of it is, yeah, is great. <laughs> yeah, you're drawing. Yeah. It's just, same thing with my work. Yeah, I, I feel the same. Yeah, know. and that, I took off. It's like right. you have wings. You just fly. And so so uh, if you would label your work, I mean, or your style, if, if there's a label, what would you call it? Well, that's a difficult question to answer right now because I'm still evolving, you know, right. to me. I'm still like the the caterpillar you know in the cocoon and you know hoping that on this journey that uh as i experiment with different styles like i said right now i'm comfortable with the surreal expression but i'm very attracted to uh the academia classical academia so i would have to say closer to like maybe one artist would be like manet somewhere between manet you know uh, so you're, you're just kind of steering away from surrealism or, or you're still in the... Yeah, because as I said, I, I, I'm evolving and, as, and and I don't know where I will be in t- 10 years from now, but I, do, I, I don't want to say that I'm going to stay, you know, like a surreal expressionist. Well, you don't want to be a pigeonhole, right? No, no. I, I, I want to just, you know, uh, uh, gradually... Uh, go according to whatever the subject matter of you know demands or or you know whatever i see out of i noticed that your paintings have a lot of symbolism and uh stories behind it can you uh, elaborate on that um yes i can um i uh have uh been a christian um since i was 17 and uh 
I uh, accepted Jesus Christ when I was 17 and my relationship and faith in God has been a very uh, strong, I don't know how, uh, how I would say, uh, a strong core of my life. And so um, I believe that, you know, for me, gifts and talents are given by him. And I, you know, feel like how I uh, um, express it is a way of uh, honoring uh, my faith in God. And so my paintings uh, primarily usually have um, a message that um, it's not like hitting people over the head with anything religious. It's a, a more or less just a sort of like um, inspiring us as human beings uh, in love, faith, and hope, and you know the struggle we have here on earth uh, uh, together, and the belief that you know through all of the chaos and all of the darkness that's out there in the world that you know by uh, light of love and uh, my faith in Christ and uh, I believe that through my art I can maybe reach some people you know with if nothing else just some hope uh, bring some joy uh, uh, and hopefully some faith that they too may you know be able to be inspired you know to have faith in God and to believe uh, so um, I yeah that's basically my my motive right. I, I feel that when I, I look at your paintings I get I you radiate that through your paintings yeah uh, hope and love and and, and uh, faith and peace and yeah. faith yeah yeah that's that's my primary goal and sometimes I it's a good know, message yeah well, thank you thank you sometimes I fall short of, of trying to communicate it but you know uh, I try to do my best you know at, at least expressing something they don't always necessarily have to be uh, um, like if I do a still life or something like that it may not necessarily be just the wonder of God's creation I think everyone in a song or in a book or in a movie or just a, a photograph it is show something that can touch our human soul oh well, I, I feel that uh, your paintings do illustrate that mm -hmm. so uh, thank I, you I get a sense of uh, of uh, peace when I look at your art Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, do you have any particular painting or on your Instagram that we could see? Yes, uh, I have an Instagram account, uh, Agape Art Passion, um, right. and uh, there are a lot of uh, examples of my work there. Is um, there anyone that stands out or? Um, uh, I did several pieces. Like uh, I have one that says uh, it's a. Uh, it's done in acrylics and oil and it's like of a black rock and it has two um uh it's like a the rock is kind of like a mountain style mountain like looking image with a a gush of water out, bursting out of the top kind of volcanic light and it has right. two birds uh, uh 
doves like uh, on the, each side. Right. And they basically are, the, it's coming from the scripture in 1 Corinthians uh, in the Bible. It just says they all drink from the same spiritual rock and that rock was Christ. It was sort of a protection and love and uh, uh, just hope and a guidance that, you know, no matter what we go through down here, uh, you know, there's always hope and faith for tomorrow and that if we continue in our trust and love, uh, you know, uh, we can count on him, you know. So so all your paintings have uh, symbols in them or? Uh, pretty much. I, I notice I see a lot of cups and on your, on your paintings. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 uh, yes, that's good. Can good, you tell me good, about that? Absolutely, that's that's a good, good question. Um, for me, like I said, uh, I, I, I felt free with the, the surrealist expressionist style and cups are the symbol uh, sometimes it's the cups, the snake, and uh, the rocks, they're all pointing back to symbols that were in, in the Bible pretty much that says, you know, like uh, the cup was that, uh, you know, whatever cup you drink, you know, almost parallels that you reap what you sow. So you drink from that cup, whatever that is, you know, negative or good, but that cup is something that they drink from, like, uh, you know, as I said, you know, for me, like, if you say it could be a bitter cup or it could be a sweet cup, but, you know, that cup symbolizes a cup you decided to drink. And uh, that is what I try to convey loosely uh, in a lot of my composition, you know, and at the same time, I like the idea of just uh, for humanity and all the stories that happen with people you know you see and that you know i always say oh well you know they they chose that that cup to drink right. from that bitter cup so besides symbols do you use color as uh also as a symbol in your and your work um other than just because i noticed a lot of reds and <laughs> yeah uh, other than yeah re i was gonna say yeah. red um right. i i'm as i say i'm still evolving as an artist and i know that Red is a symbol of passion, right. uh, and I, I, one of my favorite favorite artists is Rubens, and uh, they I've seen in many writings of his that they call it Rubens Red, and uh, I use it to express as a symbol in my paintings, not only to try to uh, help with let's say the spectator looking at my artwork, but I know that if you strategically put red in the boundaries certain boundaries it keeps the eye focused on the frame of the composition whereas if i you know did uh, put an image or something that would lead the eye outside of the frame if you put a red something red a cloth or a cup or whatever uh that you put there it helps keep the eye brings it back to the center you know of the composition I may not be explaining it well, but that 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 is that is my motivation and my intention. Besides, it is my favorite color, so I I do use it as uh, a major uh, color in most of all my composition. You know, I'm I'm very biased with red. Uh, the red color just does something to my senses. You know, it's rich and uh, powerful and striking and uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it comes across very striking. Uh -huh. 
What was your first uh, exposure to art? Uh, my first exposure to art was in elementary um, in Florida. It, uh, we were asked to draw. Uh, they had this uh, yearly thing once a month. It was something to do with na uh, National Fire Week or something with the fire firemen, and they brought helmets around. And so we always had a drawing contest. Right. And so uh, we were asked to draw a fire hat and uh, the fireman's hat. And so um, when I started drawing the fireman hat, uh, all the kids in elementary were comparing. And I don't know what happened to me, but I, I guess I wanted the attention of, you know, being the best, the best drawer. And there were other guys that were better than me and the girls and, uh, champion him and, and it's, you know, and I was in in admiration of this young kid, and uh, and I I don't I didn't sense any jealousy, but I went home and I don't know. It's like it lit a fire in me, and I just started on a quest of drawing. It was like a magician and showed you some magic, and you just wanted to do that. And I started from there, and and I, I well, your I, work I I could see that you have a lot of uh, natural talent. Thank in you. your work, so I, I see that a lot. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So did you get any formal schooling? Uh, I did, yes. As I grew up older, uh, uh, I think in high school, right. I start, you know, I took art classes in high school, and then as I um, gr uh, went to college, I took a few classes, but I was, my like I have stated in the past, my first passion was basketball, so I was... Right. I was very much into NBA, you know, playing in the NBA uh, basketball. So uh -huh. art was just something I did on the side. Okay. I, I, it was like a, it was like a girlfriend that your mom wanted, <laughs> and dad wanted you to be with, right. but but you just couldn't, you know, you weren't into her. But she was a nice girl, but right. you just, and so you couldn't understand why you, you know, you dated her once in a while. But right. basketball was my force, and do that you, was my. Do drive. you like combine both of them or? Or do you separate them? No, I, after, yeah, now, uh, the passion, yes. The passion I do, but once... The work I, ethic and the passion yes, of it, right? work yeah, ethics, yeah. discipline, yes. And as I got into college and graduated from college and realized I wasn't good enough to play in the NBA, you know, or I did, you know, that, that kind of wind out, uh, the, surprisingly, the art grew more it gravitated more towards me I became more exposed to uh, artists and uh, who they were and illustrators and commercial designers and graphic designers and I started going to college and you know this this voice in me towards art became you know more more louder so I started taking a few community college classes and and then uh met other artists at art center and areas and but but as an artist you feel you're you're self-taught more yes i would have to say yeah i i i, I would have to say and, and yes and i just combined it right. like a a la carte menu just i went to glendale college right. took an illustrator class took a painting class sure. stopped for a few years practiced on my own so yeah it was not a degree structured you know right uh setting for me and you, and you like that that you're like a uh, self-taught artist or? i i would i i wouldn't necessarily say i liked it i would just have to say that 
uh, I was still trying for me. I was still I, I'm came out here from Florida and I'm still I was still trying to struggle to find you know what my calling was and what what my purpose was so i had you know i didn't know you know was i called to be a lawyer or a doctor i knew that i loved art i knew that i had this passion but i was still fearful that it, you know it didn't it couldn't pay the bills that no matter how well you express your art you know who would buy it or whatever so i was still caught up in the machinery of in la you know of surviving paying the rent and keeping the wool so art was this kind of something I secretly dreamed about, but I didn't know how to go about it. I didn't know how to go about making a success of myself in the one thing that gave me the greatest, some the greatest pleasure. So, uh, do you sell your art or? Uh, I have sold a few pieces here and there. Uh-huh. Uh, I would not say consistently enough that you know I'm, you know, selling art. You know. No. So you work and you paint. How do you divide that time? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I work a pretty much a regular nine to five job and then I come home at night and paint at night. I make sacrifices on my days off and, uh, and I'm just, you know, filled with joy when I'm working on the art projects. And I, I have, you know, I, 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 as I've gotten older, I've learned to discipline myself to, to the one thing that really truly fulfills me. So, that's how I divide up my time. I don't really go out a whole lot, you know. Now I focus more on, on uh, trying to get the work done. You know? So, what kind of work do you do for a living? Uh, I work at, currently right now at the Norton Simon Museum, uh, just general labor. So, Barney, uh, why do you work at the museum? For inspiration? Um, yes, I would have to say that you know I. Uh, I, I have been going to that museum for a long, long time back in the 80s. Um, I always, it was one of my favorite out of all the museums in Los Angeles. And uh, I love the, I love the old master's works. And uh, I uh, um, drew a lot of inspiration from them. And so I never th- knew that I would be working there one day, but uh, I, I wouldn't say I, I set out to, to you know, get a job there. It's just that I needed, I was, after I had been laid off back in 2009 from working uh, 15 years, I would say, at, at, in physical therapy at um, White Memorial Hospital, um, where I was a physical therapy tech, um, I needed a job. So after going, you know, going through different uh, job uh, uh, interviews in Pasadena, I just passed by the Norton Simon one day. I said, oh, wow, you know, that would be a neat place to go, you know, if I could work there. So I pulled in there and right. filled out an application. So, you, so do you pick and choose from your uh, from all the artwork there? Do you pick and choose what art inspires you or everything inspires you in there? Um yeah, everything inspires me. I, I would have to say it's like a six-year-old at Disneyland. There's just nothing I, you know, except for I would say the downstairs, uh, the Chula Ron uh, collection, the sculpture. I'm not so big on the Indian uh, collection pieces, but I do find inspiration in that just in the technical aspect of how they have it set up, you know, where it's kind of darker down there and so I would always look and see how the light and shadow 
right. covers the forms. So uh, the, in the upper level of the museum itself, and, and I would say where all the paintings uh, exist, um, I would say that's that's my you know favorite. Well, all the Rembrandts and yeah, well, all the Rembrandts, the Rubens, uh, you know, uh, yeah. So yeah, it's a great place to work. I mean, uh, what pl- what better place to learn? Yeah, from yeah, the masters. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think as you had spoke once before, it's like a school in itself. If you uh, know what to look for and how to draw some uh, maybe technical knowledge from right. just by observation and study um yeah it's a great learning tool they're just working around right. all those masterpieces well like that lady uh, uh asked you in a jury duty right the story you're telling me yeah yeah uh i had had a recent uh, a jury summons and the judge asked me you know what what do i do for a living and uh and I, when i told her she just marveled that oh you're surrounded by all those masterpieces and aren't she you know she said do you get to see them and uh, i said oh do i i go yeah i'm part of the crew that uh it's part of the maintenance crew around there so i make sure they're all you know uh presentable you know the surrounding areas for the public so uh you know, before we open to the public, I get a chance uh, all times of day to just stare and watch and, you know, uh, study. So, yeah, I'm, I'm... It's a great place to study yeah, that. Yeah, and she was fascinated by that. Yeah. I also like it because of the masters and then the more modern side of the museum. Yeah. So you get a little bit of both. Yeah, you get a complete history of art through that, uh, through the Norton Simon, I mean, from the... 12th centuries all the way up into the uh, 19th century and and all the way over into your the uh, the at times of special exhibition the the 50s and 1950s and on so yes i would say they have a well balanced well rounded uh art history right. collection there. right so that's probably your like favorite job you ever had a uh, favorite job yeah, is that uh, is is working at the Northern Simon? I would not say favorite job, no, but I would have to say um, aesthetics wise, for what I'm doing now and my inspiration aspirations, I would have to say, yes, it it, it it is great to be around all that art, but for work itself, I would have to say my favorite was working in uh, physical therapy. You know. Um, the, the duties of what I was doing, um, surprisingly, that that uh, type of work was probably my favorite. Well, that's a good thing, helping out people. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to see a whole other side of life that's, uh, you know, outside of yourself. So, uh, you know, right, working right. with patients. Even with your artwork, you're still, you know, I feel that you're, you're uh, helping people out too. Sure, people sure. People get happy looking at paintings or get sad. or Right. It's an emotional thing. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I might add, the people at the hospital knew that I was an aspiring art, uh, artist and I, w- I, were, I was commissioned to do uh, art pieces there at the hospital. And so... Um, I got a lot of freelance uh, portrait work there, and uh, I got to do some things for the administrations. And so uh, it was rewarding doing that time 
right? Also, you're you know, just telling me that uh, they have one of your paintings, right? Up yes, at the hospital. Yes, they did. Which hospital was it again? Uh, White Memorial Hospital, right? The one in Boyle Heights, right? Yes, yes, in East LA. Yes, and yeah, I I did That's a cool. couple of pieces for them. Yeah. So what keeps that fire burning uh, after work or before work to keep going I when work, you're tired? Yeah, I, I, I work when you there. Bill to pay. Yeah. And, you know. Well, so far, that's why I took that job there because I felt that it was a, you know, uh, just kind of an easygoing job that doesn't really demand a lot of my energy mentally. But still so takes up a lot of your time. Right. So, still takes up a lot of time. So when you get home, I'm sure you're tired. Sure. Some, so, some days I am. So what keeps that oh, fire burning to keep painting and uh, keep on uh, producing and the love being of, creative? <laughs> the love of art. Yeah, the love of right. painting. As I said, it's been like a girlfriend that's grown into a wife now. And I love her. And she gives me back, you know, if I make the sacrifices, I can't even express what it is that, that, you know, drives me. Even if I'm dog tired from my job, I come home and I see a partial painting on the easel and I want to finish it, you know, and I want to start another one. I feel that the best art comes out of that, you know, not for money, not for anything, but right but just the passion of it and, yeah and the love for the yeah. for your work yeah yeah like yeah you're absolutely right and that's that's what drives me when i come home from work i might be <laughs> tired sometimes i grab a quick nap and then i just get up and say you know if i, I gotta get this work you know i gotta move towards this and i would like to someday you know be able to make a living doing what fulfills me so that being said i i've looked at other you know other uh, creative artists in film, music, writing, and they all have the same stories as mine. You know, they all had to work other jobs and they all had to, um, you know, do things to to subsidize them until they can make a living doing what they love. So I know that there's no shortcuts for me. And so that's whether I'm tired or sick or whatever, if I come home from that nine to five job, I still got to get the art done or I lose, you know, time. So I try to force myself to take a nap, stay up late at night right. if I have to be. So the, cre- crea- uh, the creative process of it comes at night mostly for you? Uh, yeah. Or in the morning? Uh, for me, it's in the morning, but uh, I know most, a lot of artists. Are yeah, I would have to say nighttime because, right. uh, yes, yeah, I would have to say nighttime for me uh, that, you know, when I'm at night, sometimes the later it gets, and if I've had a uh, a coffee or something, my imagination gets ex- juiced up and excited. And yeah, I would have to say I start creating, and if nothing else, other ideas. You right. know, like things I want to do. Because you work during the day, right? Yes. Create at night. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes during the day, if I'm at work, you know. Uh, I think you, you know when you're working on a composition or something, you know your mind is there. You know because my like I say my job is just general labor and I'm just working for someone else. But my, my my heart and my mind might be on the current art piece that I'm working on, and that excites me. You know that that's how I go through getting through the day. I feel that job. excitement when I talk to you. Yeah, and I, I feel your excitement. Likewise. Yeah. yeah it, uh, 
I see that fire in you. Yeah. Even when you're working. Yeah. yeah we've discussed this uh, yeah, many times. I, oh, me and you, Barty. Absolutely. So, uh, I, I enjoy when I talk to you. Yeah, me too. It just like, you know, keeps me when I'm having a, if I do have a discouraging day and I talk with you, man, it's right. just like. It fuels both of us. Yeah. You know? pull, so, pull, like pulling up to the gas station and filling up your car again right. with gas. You, right. You have a full tank and you go on again. Yeah. Right. Well, I believe that your uh, artwork, it's really creative. It's beautiful artwork. Thank you so much. I appreciate and, it. And uh, I can't wait to, for you to get exposed and the world to see your art. Oh, thank you very much. Thank Anne. you for being a guest at WPA. Oh, appreciate it. Was nice talking to you. Bro. Oh, I've enjoyed it very much. Thank you for having me and I appreciate your friendship and thank you for all the encouraging words you have given me. You're, and you too are uh, truly an inspiration for me. I, um, I don't know uh, probably where I necessarily would be if I hadn't have been uh, introduced to you and and uh, the advice you have given me to kind of prod me along so for me I think some things are just people cross your path sometimes I see them as divine appointments in in a way you know for me that they're meant to be you know and to you know so thank you Barney you're welcome sir likewise <laughs> uh, so it was nice talking to you Barney and uh <laughs> Hopefully, we could do it again. Absolutely. You were listening to Barney Patterson being interviewed by Marco Reyes. Follow and support his work on Instagram at Barney Patterson. The link is in the description on our website. Today's podcast was directed by Michael Choi and co-hosted by myself, Sonia Baragan. Thank you for listening. Until next time, visit our website at workingpeoplesart.org.